This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. A very happy Friday to all of you. It is almost game day in Lincoln. And we are live from Barry's at 9th and Q. Honestly, not really any better place to be right now. We're on the rooftop. It's a beautiful day outside. Got a nice breeze keeping us cool. The sun is out. Very few clouds. The temperature is perfect. It's a great time to be a Husker fan. And we want to hear from you. 402-464-5685. That's the Sarder Heyman text line. Honda Lincoln hotline. As always, you can chime in. You can also head to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter for the Sarder Heyman live video stream. Check out what's going on here at Barry. See where Strick is at as he continues his sabbatical. But we do have an Eric Strickland sighting, as we always like to see. Nick also joining me for Barry's. We got a packed show for you. We're going to talk some Big Ten football. We're going to talk Nebraska football. We're also going to be talking about some Tua Tagovailoa. Interesting game last night. He goes down after possibly already having a concussion. I know Jake Sorensen probably still upset about that one. So lots to be talked about for this show. Again, 402-464-5685. Sutter Heyman, text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you as always. And we'll bring him in. The Husker Hall of Famer, Strick. It's good to see you, my friend. We've missed you. Yeah, man, you guys are still doing it big though down there in Barry, so it's all good. It's it, you know Nick is taking care of things, yeah. handling my uh, sidekick action with the brew. I know you're down there taking a couple to the face, <laughs> so it's all good. Uh, you already know, Strick. I haven't uh, I haven't gotten any any shots or beers yet, but I'm telling you right now, as beautiful as it is outside, that's probably on the horizon. Yeah, I was to say, when's uh, commercial break? <laughs> yeah, when's commercial break? That's what we're gonna be. Uh, we're gonna be getting busy, as you would say, Strick. Uh, again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Go ahead and let us know your thoughts because we're gonna get into some Nebraska's talk, uh, Strick. We haven't really gotten your thoughts too much throughout the week, so I definitely want to get to that. Um, and the first thing I want to ask, it's it looks like it's going to be nice weather tomorrow for Nebraska, Indiana. Nebraska still sitting around that six point six and a half point favorite mark. Um, a, a little bit interesting. I, I don't really know what I expected going in, but it certainly wasn't that. Uh, I just kind of want to get your initial thoughts here, Strick. Um, are, are you buying that Nebraska enters this game as a near touchdown favorite? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't at this point. I I think at this point, I I, I really feel that Nebraska has to show me something. They have to to show me more than what has actually been transpiring over the last three weeks. Um, I know we're going to get into some of the keys of the game and some of the successes and some of the players. I know we're going to talk about that, but I'm definitely not buying that. Um, Actually, if I'm Nebraska at this point, I'm looking for them to do uh, put me as an underdog. (laughs) <laughs> so I can have some type of fodder, right? Right. Because that would be a tremendous thing. I mean, let's let's be real about it. Indiana's Indiana's coming in here with a 1-0 record in, in conference. Yeah. Obviously, they're not in yeah. the West right now. So even if this game was a debacle, <laughs> as crazy as yeah. that sounds, 
they're still okay. <laughs> That's what's crazy about yeah, it, I right? Know. That's what I mean. That would uh, it, it blows my freaking mind that even if they happen to just drop the ball, roll over and die, mm-hmm. lay down and lay an egg, or 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 do a Willy Wonka's challenge for basically the, <laughs> the candy, and everybody becomes an Oompa Loompa. I don't care what it is. It still means that they've got a shot Yeah, in the Big Ten West. They still got a few weeks to get things changed around. But, listen, I need to see something. Right now I'm at the point where I don't want to hear no, 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 no coach speak. I don't want to hear no, no player speak. I right. want to see action like I'm in a movie and I'm the director. Action. <laughs> well, I think what's most fascinating about what you just said, Strick, because I'm going to give you the counterpoint to that. If this is a complete debacle on the other end, if Indiana gets blown out by Nebraska, I mean, we saw it last year. You can talk about homecoming all you want. You can talk about the environment. You can talk about a night game, the light show. I don't care what you have to say. Nebraska last year against Northwestern wins 56-7. to Do I predict that that happens this year? No, obviously not. But I'm talking about a big win for Nebraska. A touchdown, two touchdowns, covering the spread for crying out loud. That's momentum. Like, you talk about how if Nebraska yeah. loses this game, there's still a shot. I'm going to talk about the other end of that because if you have a situation where Nebraska wins and, and God forbid Nebraska wins big, that's all you need because then you're sitting 1-1 one one in the conference. Then you have a stretch of games against Rutgers, Purdue, Illinois, the bottom part of the Big Ten, however you want to classify the bottom of the Big Ten right now, because say what you will, Purdue still comes in at two and two. Rutgers still comes in at three and one. Illinois, I believe, is three and one as well. So all records better than you, but you still got a chance. Not only do you have a chance, like I'm not going to say you're in the driver's seat because at the end of the day, Minnesota is going to be tough to catch. I I would be shocked, honestly. They avoid kind of the the Big Three, as I would say, in the Big Ten. So they might go run the table and win out in the Big Ten. Outside of Minnesota, you're in the driver's seat. You're one and one in the Big Ten. The schedule plays in your favor. So I think going off of what you're saying, Strick, there's an opportunity here to really set a tone for the rest of the Big Ten schedule. Yes, you actually control your own destiny. It's all in your hands right now. If you want to even set the tone, change the narrative, and have people to even have uh, an inkling of excitement, this is a four-game stretch yeah. that I hate to say must wins. Mm-hmm. I hate to say have to win. These are games that right now I say you have to win. I hate to say it, <laughs> but I think you have to. I, I, if I'm, you don't go three and four <laughs> in this stretch, it is a travesty because that yeah. means that something uh, – there's a lot of oil leaking. That means you have transmission problems. That means your engine light is on. And that means you need to go to the repair shop and put that thing on one of the, and get some some mechanics under there to get some work done because you've got major problems. This is not one that you can just take in and let them change the oil filter. No, you need a complete overhaul on what's going on right there at the program at that point because there's nothing else to say about it. And not only that, too, is like I think what's so interesting is we talk about the rest of these games and what could happen, what will happen. But Indiana is probably the easiest game you're going to have left. And that's so crazy to say because they're sitting at 3-1 and one 
They've won the games that they're supposed to win. Nebraska on the very opposite side hasn't really won a single game that they're supposed to win. So for what it's worth, I think Indiana's probably the game you have to get. That must-win game like you're talking about. Uh, Also, uh, shout-out to Gus. It's Kool-Aid Friday, so I'm going to flip that score. He says that Nebraska wins 42-27. to Love the optimism, Gus. It's Kool-Aid Friday. All right, Strick, we're going to break this down a little bit. Let's talk about it. Strick's keys to success. I know we've talked about it early in the season. The keys to success probably hasn't changed too much over over the last few weeks, but we've seen some things. Some things have changed. Mickey Joseph now taking over. Bill Bush as well on the defensive side of the ball. Keys to success. What do you got? So I have three keys to success for okay. this, this, and this is what I need to see. Here's the problem that's been going on right now. Everything is open like 7-Eleven. They must stop the run game. Yeah. Northwestern, <laughs> 2-14. I like that. North Dakota, 175. Georgia Southern, 233. Oklahoma, 312. Listen, you had a bye week, as I stated, to put your car in the mechanic's chair. <laughs> and this is a fixed week because yeah, right now you're right. you've given up 934 yards in four games to three bad teams <laughs> and a possible if you play you're right. you're right. Right? You're right. Three bad teams that all lost after beating Nebraska. Right. So then Oklahoma, on the other hand, beats the brakes off of you in home, <laughs> 312 yards. And then Adrian Martinez, your former quarterback, goes in there and gives him the ball. Looks like the Heisman candidate. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? (laughs) That's what you have to look for. You must stop the run game. Next thing, you must get pressure on the quarterback. Mm, Four sacks total all year in four games. They can't sack groceries right now if they were a score (laughs) club. That is unacceptable business in my my opinion. I agree. By all means, they must right now show up and leave. Because when you think about it, they've got to show up in this department because right now, a lot of those other other teams that they played that they didn't do nothing against, they left the quarterback buck naked. And he was getting sacked all over the place. All them other teams, Oklahoma's line stinks. North Dakota's is Northwestern's is marginal because they had mm-hmm. some of their guys back. Right. But Georgia Southern, let's be real about it, right? <laughs> Come on now. You must yeah. get pressure on it. You must get pressure on the quarterback, period. Uh, at this point, O'Shawn Mathis, uh, we'll talk about him. I'm going to talk about him when we get to players. Okay. Energy, energy, energy. They must play with reckless abandon, and but, but with control in every way. This game must be them flying over all over the field. There can't be lackluster, lack of effort, none of that. We need energy, energy, energy. I don't care if they drink Red Bull, Bang, or, or uh, any of the other. <laughs> take a shot drink. of pre-workout. Right yeah, yeah. Take some pre-workout. We need a shot of pre-workout. We need That's something like that. Uh, I'm going to head to the text line here again, 402-464-5685. You guys want to chime in on this conversation. Texter says, um, Strick, the engine is blown. It is up on blocks, and there's a pack of raccoons yeah. living in the back seat. This thing is done and over. <laughs> I, I've got a counter-argument to that. I love it. First of all, Strick, your references today have been on point. I am feeling the references. But my, my counter-argument to that is that 
Yes, it looks terrible. It looks disastrous for Nebraska. We're all on the same page there. Something needs to change, whether it's the head coach, whether it's the defensive coordinator, whether it's the players on the field. I don't care who's to blame. Something needs to change. But on top of that, and this is the counter-argument to the texter, you might be 1-3, but in the Big Ten, you are 0-1. You, it, 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 that is just facts. You can interpret that however you possibly want to. But the fact of the matter is, in the Big Ten, where it counts, where it matters, you are where 0 and 1. With a win against Indiana, you are 1 and 1, and you are in the middle of the pack, and you are in the race, you're in the conversation. That's it. That That, that is the, the facts, and that is the situation that we're dealt. Am I saying Nebraska's going to go out there and beat Indiana? No. Do I want to see that happen? And if I was a betting man, would I put money on Nebraska? No. I have no idea what's going to happen. The crazy part is none of us do because, one, this is going to be your first game under a new defensive coordinator, and the defense has been getting Mm -hmm. gashed all season. That's going to look different. Mm -hmm. Two, you have different players stepping up. The depth chart looks a little bit different. Mickey said he's going to mix some things up. Obviously, he has. And then three, you're coming off a bye week. These players got to go home. They got to rest their bodies. They got to work on some new things in practice. It's going to look different. Will it look better? I don't know. But but the counter-argument to what that text is saying, it's not over. It's not done. Like, Nebraska, for what it's worth, still has a chance when it comes to the Big Ten. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I can't say it any better than what you said. It. I mean, you really broke down what I basically said in my mind-blowing moment. That is it right there in a nutshell. They still are in the <laughs> – Which is crazy. I, I, I mean, most teams, if they were in this situation right now, they would be pulling out hair that they don't have like <laughs> me. And, and they would be just befuddled, bamboozled, and run amok in their minds about how this season has turned out. Yes, it's bad. It looks bad. But they still don't – I mean, I would be selling, selling, selling that you're still in the freaking mix and you've just got to make changes and adjustments. It just can't be an oil change, though. It's got to be an overhaul in some form or fashion, whether it's defense. They, they just haven't put together a full game, a complete game in any way. That's the thing, too. Seeing a complete game would just really change the outlook of the season, too. Like, let's just see, like, a little bit of something from everybody, a little bit of something from every position group. Strick, before we go to break, uh, also, I like, I want to go over your key, your keys to success again. Stop the run, get pressure on the quarterback, show some energy. Love it, love it, love it. Those are going to be my three keys to success as well. Uh, players to watch in this one for Nebraska. Who, who do you want to see to really step up and have a breakout game? Well, I'll go with Indiana first. You, you, the two guys to really pay attention to is going to be uh, Cam Camper and Sean Shivers. Mm. Those, those two, if you're watching them, I mean, Sean Shivers right now, 60, 69 carries for 320 yards, three TDs. He's the guy that's basically going to run the ship for Indiana. He's going to make way for Bazelak to have play action opportunities. He struggled yes. right now, seven TDs, four interceptions. Struggled right now, but Cam Camper has been playing very well with 33 receptions, 418 yards, not many TDs, but he's getting the job done. Those are the ones that I would worry about if I am, if I am, you know, the defensive uh, coordinator and the team to keep my eyes out for. Now on the offensive end, one of the things I'm looking for, I need an Anthony Grant get busy night because right now at this point, is he going to become the bell cow and carry the load? Or who's going to step up behind him? Is it going to be Gabe Urban? Right. 
we don't know. Right. Because A.J. Allen, we do know, is out. Mm-hmm. I want to know who's going to step up behind him. Who's going to be that next guy to give him the break he needs so that he can have uh, complete success, hopefully, in the run game. But the next one is going to be O'Shawn Mathis. Yes. I need an O'Shawn, I need an O'Shawn sighting. I, I, I can't continue to allow uh, the mediocrity of what we were hoping and expecting out of O'Shawn coming out of TCU and the success that he had uh, there. I just, I just can't accept that right now at this point. We know that the, the, uh, the, the offensive linemen probably maybe have better fleet of foot or stronger, good hand. I don't know what it is, but at this particular point, I don't give a dang because he's played against four. He should have ran up the, the whole clock on them with, <laughs> yeah. with sacks. Mm-hmm. You know, and at this point with how bad some of those linemen is he faced. So I'm, I need an old Sean Mathis siding. Those are the two guys that I'm really keeping my eyes for, plus the whole running back uh, definitely going to be interesting to see. Uh, we're going to head to break. We're going to take a quick break before we get to Strix Picks. College football week five underway. We're not going to throw Nebraska in there, but we're definitely going to go through the rest of the landscape of college football. We're live from Barry's ninth in Q. Come hang out with us. Beautiful afternoon. I cannot say it enough. Sunny skies, a little bit of a breeze. It feels awesome up here. This is the place to be for homecoming weekend. We're giving away three pairs of Husker tickets. We're giving away a signed, you heard that correctly, a signed Mike Rozier jersey. Again, you got to be here to win. You got to be here before 6 p.m. Put your name in the raffle. Come get a jersey. Come get some drinks. We are having a great time at Barry's. We're going to head to break. We'll be right back on the block.